Carrot Chronicles. My name is Daniel, and I'm joined here with another student leader. We'll just continue the trend. Um, please introduce yourself, student leader. Um, my name is David, and growing up, I was told I had a great face for radio, so I guess that applies to podcasts as well. I was told the same thing, so uh, we're following our dreams. There you go. <laughs> so this is the first all-male podcast. It is, it is, you know. So, we needed to lead with the smarter gender, so now we're <laughs> now we're just kind of... No, I'm just no. <laughs> I guess I agree. <laughs> but Pros and cons to both. There's definitely pros and cons to both. Um, but it's nice. Welcome to my recording studio. For those of you who don't know, that is my living room. It's gorgeous. His, uh, his New York uh, Yankees... Uh, thing on the wall is sideways, and we are recording on a a USB microphone on probably the worst computer ever. However, I it, think so. It's We're not. Info. It's not the tools. It's the people that use the tools, right, Daniel? Yes, I am a tool. Wait. No. That <laughs> <laughs> might not have come out right. <laughs> so, David, kind of just our opening question for everyone. I think maybe this will be a tradition. Um, if this was a Kairos coffee date, which I realized just by the way, I use the term KCD a lot, and some of you may not know what KCD means. It stands for Kairos coffee date. Um, it's just, it's a setting. It can be male and male. It can be female, male, female, female. It's just a no strings attached uh, meeting. So if this was a Kairos coffee date, David, what would you be drinking? Um, the blood of my enemies. I we're good, right? Yeah. We're no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's ju it's just generally, you know, only on like Tuesdays and Sundays. But thankfully, it's Saturday. These are Cairo sites. <laughs> <laughs> kind of scary. Before six p.m. You look. Your lips look unusually rosy. You know, it is kind of cold out there. <laughs> so, of course, I would be. My pumpkin spice latte. Yes. But this time of year, you know, it's almost, it's almost coming to an end. Yes. No. Yes, girl. I'm sad. <laughs> okay. Don't um, worry. We'll find a way to make them year round for you. Don't worry about it. You know, part of me goes, yes, that would be amazing, and then the other part goes, but do you really want Christmas every day? Yes. Yeah. You do want Christmas every day. <laughs> you do. <laughs> but you do. wait, if it's always Christmas, then it's never it's Christmas. It's never special. <sighs> so, and then I'd never go to Dutch Brothers, which would make Jason sad. It would make Jason sad. <laughs> we don't want to make Jason sad. Don't want to make Jason sad. No, we love Jason. Love you. Hi, Jason. Jason. We love you. Hi, Jason. I just shout out people in Kairos to see if they come up to me and say, hey, I heard you shout me on the podcast. That way you can see that if they actually listen. <laughs> So, Jason, this is your test, my friend. Great. Come up to either Daniel or David, or both of us, both and of call us David or Daniel. It really doesn't matter anymore, obviously. We're just the dynamic Ds. Yes. I like no, that. I don't know if I like that. No? No. There's... <laughs> no. We're, uh, we're just the dynamic... We're the dynamic... Uh, handsome... who have... Handsome, I like that. <laughs> People have names that start with D. Yes! There we go. That's that's true. Okay, don't judge us if you're listening, please. 
This is not my first rodeo, but it is David's. Mm. So go easy. It's on true. It. That's why I'm, you know. This is my third rodeo. It's <laughs> your third. <laughs> he hasn't been bucked off the bucked off the bull yet, folks. Don't not worry. Dara hasn't come to me and gone. This is a terrible mistake. What are you doing? Don't worry. After this one, she might. She might. <laughs> That's what keeps us alive. Yes. So, David, we're both kind of connoisseurs when it comes to food yes. and cooking. Just kind of as an icebreaker question, just to talk with you. What's the, I'm wondering, what's your best meal, in your opinion, that you've made? And maybe the worst. If you want to think, I'll start off with mine because you can start I off. wrote this question. Go for and it. And thus have been thinking about it. I like it. So... Um, the best meal I ever made, I've made some really good um, steak dinners for mm. my dad's birthday mm. um, and Father's Day. So for one Father's Day, for breakfast, I made this big, thick, uh, bone-in ribeye steak and eggs. How could you go wrong with that? You can't, unless you have overcooked steak with ketchup, as oh. someone in leadership in our country might enjoy. We won't mention any <laughs> names, but <laughs> it's the most fantastic dinner, lunch, and breakfast at the same time. Well it's done. Just... Well done. That's how I like my steak. <laughs> okay. So, um, we, uh... I made that for him. I made this really good chimichurri sauce. Mm. And I, I was trying to think of any better than that, and I just think that was the top nice. for me. I like it. What about, like, one of your worst? What screw-ups have happened, man? There's been some real failures. Mm. <laughs> um, so there have been times where the classic, I started boiling water for pasta or something, then went upstairs or forgot what I was doing it and literally burnt the pot trying to boil water. There's been that. Mm. Um, but when it comes to actual meals that just have like technically been flawed, yes. I made a macaroni and cheese one time and the cheese sauce broke and it was curdled. Oh my gosh. I know how to solve that, by and the way. I also know how to Good. solve that. <laughs> But I didn't at the time, and I also didn't know how to recognize that the sauce was broken. So I came, I came in, and there's like grease sitting on top of oh. the sauce, and all the all the whey has soaked to the bottom. And I'm just like, well, it just needs to stir it up a little bit. And nope. I stirred it, and I poured it on there, and I ate it, and I went to take my first bite, and. Man, that was pretty putrid. Was that a mistake? It was. That you regret? I threw it away. Biggest biggest cooking regret, eating curdled cheese sauce. Oh, it was yes. gross. At least it wasn't like 39-year-aged cheese or something butt like cheese. that. Butt cheese. Yes, butt cheese. <laughs> oh, folks, if you haven't listened, I mean, listen to me explain my butt cheese, let me tell you, come up to me and I will explain this butt cheese and I will willingly just, I mean, you got to smell it, but if you, if you are curious, I will explain the scent of this curdled dairy and uh, there's a reason that they talk about smelling your dairy air when you're in Wisconsin. It's, it's pretty bad. Bad. It's bad. It's bad. 
So, what about you, David? What do you think? Well, the best dish I can make, and I love experimenting. I don't like recipes. I like ratios, and I like techniques. I like that. Um, so my, my favorite thing to make is just pizza, but then doing whatever with it. And making it all from scratch. Except I haven't figured out how to make cheese from scratch yet. That's the last thing, but I don't know if it'll actually be worth the time invested. The sauce and the dough is. But the cheese, I doubt it'll be worth the time well, making. I don't know. I've had really good hand-pulled mozzarella That's what before. I want to make, yeah. And, man, it's it's really good. Okay. Well, I'm, i got to make it, so. It's, uh, it is a process. I've never made cheese before. Gotcha, but gotcha. But I've seen it being made. And I know the general process, but. Yeah, I, yeah. I gotcha. It's hard. It is hard. That's why I haven't done it yet. But you gotta get raw milk. I've heard that's the secret. Blech. Milk that has not been pasteurized. Pasteurized. Yeah. Yummy. You're Straight it. from the cow, man. Right from the teat. Yes. Yes. So pizza. <laughs> so pizza. <laughs> <laughs> we're really off the rails already tonight. There were no rails when I walked in the door. The rails were the rails got blown off. I just hit. Chair. It's okay. So, yes, pizza is my, my favorite. And I like pesto sauces, white Alfredo sauces, spaghetti. Well, not spaghetti sauces. I always say spaghetti sauces because as a kid, I always thought it was spaghetti, but it, it was uh, actually marinara sauce. Okay. Marinara sauce is my favorite thing to make, really. But you got to get the San Marzano tomatoes. Oh, you got to. They're so good. Yes. Perfect. Mixture of sweetness and tartness. Yes, that's been a big success. Uh, one, probably my biggest success, other than my homemade ice cream, which is just. Yeah, I tried the uh, homemade ice cream. It's good stuff. It was a victory. Yes. So my worst, I made a couple of mistakes. I've burnt milk before on the stove, leaving it. Yeah, um, I think I've burnt quesadillas more than once, just like forgetting how hot the pan was and it just searing. So that's not fun, but I, I recently made a dish that would have been amazing if not for my crust situation. It was a pizza. It was a beer cheese bratwurst uh, caramelized onion and apple pizza deep dish. And unfortunately it was too deep dish because the crust was too thick. Other than that, it was good, but the crust made it just almost not good because it was so dry and... As a chef, you never want dry unless you really want it. Like dehydrated food, yes. Raisins, you want them dry. Yeah, you don't want a halfway raisin. No. That's... Gross. <laughs> yeah. Nasty. You don't want... You nasty. You nasty. Yeah, I can relate to the burnt quesadillas as well. <laughs> I made a successful one just yesterday, but, you know, I've had a history of charred, you know, tortillas. It's about. blackened. Just call it blackened. Yes. I just don't feed it to myself. <laughs> just feed it to others. Someone else. You, Dad. It's I made blackened. It to you. Yes. I made it just for you. And me originally, but you don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I was kind of thinking about that opening question and thinking, I sometimes wrongfully put value into myself based off of how well I cook. Which is totally backwards, and when you say that out loud, you're like, really, you do that? But it's true, sometimes I do. And last week, as you know, um, the lessons, really, both chapters that we went over in Kairos 
we're going through uh, 12, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Mm. And last week, both chapters really communicated value. They were, those are some of my favorite chapters. I've read that book and it is, it is good it stuff. It is so good. Read the book, people. Get the book. Read the book. Read the book. I'm reading three books right now. It's okay. <laughs> I'm reading like three or four too. It's all good. And I'm about to get four books. I'm about to add a book because of the student leader. Yes. So just a quick self. And you. We're both we're plugging the same thing. We're both going to be in that series. Plug. There's going to be a student leader teaching series. Don't miss it. Unless, Every year. Unless it's you awesome. really don't like us or something. It's then you definitely need to come. We'll make you come. It's probably they probably don't like me. <laughs> but um, yeah, they're uh, they. So the first chapter we went over was make friends who want the best for you. Yes. And the second was uh, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not someone else today. Yes. So did this lesson kind of reveal anything about? yourself to you what do you, you think about yeah yeah um the make friends with people that want the best for you thing it was an interesting and i'm still figuring out i don't have like all of it figured out yet what but i learned i learned a lot about myself one big thing in particular is you know i as an individual love others um and i love others a lot if you're listening i love you you're wonderful um and it's and you know I'm not perfect in doing that I screw up frequently you know um, but sometimes I look around and I'm like man I focus so much on loving other people I really want like leaders in my life co-leaders investing in in me as well you know what I mean it's it's difficult because and I've heard this from a lot of different leaders. When you lead and when you love people and that's like your your life goal, you occasionally feel like lonely even though you're surrounded by people just because you're like, oh, I wish there were more people that were trying, you know, we're doing these things. And obviously I'm not saying I'm amazing and everything and no one else is doing anything right. I'm sure everyone is. Everyone has a role. But as a leader, you want other leaders around you that like, invest in you as much as you invest in other people so it's it's definitely a need that i see in my life that I, it, it is getting feel, filled but i think i need to reevaluate what i'm looking for and make sure i focused my time on the people that are filling that when it comes to like if i need if i need some extra push or some love and or some you know strength when i feel like i'm down getting around those people first making sure I know who those people in my life are and then getting around those people um, picking those people as you know my closer friends you know what I'm saying because you can't be best friends with 89,000 people sure you can be good friends with eh, 5, 10, 15 people you know what I mean yeah it's hard but that's something I learned what about you you learned anything from that one yeah I mean just I mean really to go back to what you said we, we pulled a lot of the same things out of it if you're constantly looking to lead, you're going to become empty. And it's just going to be words at that point and not really... Like, I, I could spit out inspirational quotes all day, but yeah. the meaning behind them starts to starts to lose their effectiveness if you're not... Um, if you're not believing it. <laughs> if you're not believing what you're saying. Yeah. And, 
you always need to have, at least try, this is the ideal situation, to have someone younger than you that you can impart wisdom on, someone who's the same age as you who can relate to what you're going through, and someone older who can give wisdom to Yes, you. that's so important. I think we as young adults are so social and we love everyone, especially like everyone that's in Kairos. It's awesome. It's amazing. And that community cannot be replaced and should not be replaced. And yet we think like when we're looking for to make big life decisions, we go to our peers and we're like, you haven't even done what I'm wanting advice on. Why am I asking you? If we really step back and we're like, who am I talking to here? Who am I getting, you know, this, this input from? These are wonderful people, but you know, they're 19, 20, 21, 22, just like me, that are absolutely amazing. But you know, when I'm asking about this car situation or this job situation, I want to talk to someone that's been done it. You know what I mean? That's, that's done it already. And I think it's just easier to go to our friends because sometimes our friends give us the answer we want. Absolutely. Which is not the answer that we need. It's like Batman, you know, the, the hero that Gotham deserves, but not the hero that we need. Absolutely. You want you want someone who's gonna who's gonna tick you off a little bit with the advice that they give, to be frank. Um, yes. Just someone who will who will challenge what you want. My mom is that person for me. Shout out to you, mom, because she uh she will tell me what I don't want to hear. Yes. But be dear. That's always good. It's always good to have your parents to be able to do that. And if not your parents, then... Brent Zop. Phillips. Yeah, anyone. Good old Brent Phillips. There you go. Don't even know who that is, but I'm sure this Brent Phillips man is a an immensely fantastic human Gosh. being. Gosh, he's saved in my phone as Brenticus Awesomeness. So, to give you an idea. That's, uh, that's, that's well-deserved That's well. impressive right there. <laughs> he, he requested it, and I obliged. I like it. Um... So, uh, coming up, where I, I had the lesson pulled up. Like the next chapters? Yeah, the next chapters. Do you have any notes? Um, well, one of them, I know this for a fact. Let me pull up my notes. I took notes while I was reading this book because I really like the book a lot. But, um... Oh, so the next one of the next chapter, the next chapter is talking about parenting, and we don't know anything about that. But I believe the rule is don't let your kids do anything that you don't want them to, or you don't like, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Daniel, I don't don't know about you, but I have no children to speak of. How about yourself? I do have three. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no kids. So I don't know how much. Like I was just saying, we want to talk to people that know what they're doing, and I have nothing, no knowledge on the subject, but it was an interesting chapter. It, it, and I'm sure Wade will have, Wade and Dara both, Yes, will have very, because they're empty nesters now. They've gone through that process. Oh, man. And now they get to, you know, run around town without worrying about who's at home and whether they clean their room and... Took, took out the garbage because now it's their responsibility. They can only be mad at themselves. See, that's what I'm like saying because... I know. My dad, my mom and dad used to be so strict with us. Yeah. And then I go over there and it's like, oh, there's dishes in the sink, mom. Yes. <laughs> you know, so there, there was one little thing that I took from the chapter, even though that I couldn't, you know, possibly get much from it just because it's about parenting. But essentially... 
Peterson went into the idea that as parents, you have to take on the responsibility of um, teaching what a child, teaching your child what it is to be part of a normal society, and not being pushovers. That's the point of the chapter. Don't let your kids do anything you don't like. If you don't like it, you're part of the normalized society, so don't let them do it because they need to be a an. A, an adult eventually you're essentially raising adults that are going through childhood more than a child that is about to be an adult you know you're just teaching them how to be part of a normalized society and um, with grace and love and correction because if you don't their development will be stunted and I guess as peers we sort of have the uh, the uh, responsibility of showing people like by by example what it means to be part of like a christ-like society you know what i'm saying yeah that's something that i thought of i don't know yeah. about you it's crazy because obviously jordan peterson's not claiming to be a christian no no and i just repeat repeatedly find uh christian attributes in what he's saying i i've looked up a couple of quotes from him and i've just gone you're there. You do, You're the, so close. the line's right here. Just, Just walk right walk over, over the line. It. You're so close, buddy. Come on. It's interesting, yeah, but that was that literally all that I really got from that chapter just because, you know, okay. I am not a parent. That's a parent. Oof. 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 I, if, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> You're cheesy, good. cheesy jokes. Yeah. They abound here on the Carrot Chronicles. Yes. Um... Chronicling the cheesy Chronicling jokes. all the cheese. Mm. And I would know about cheese, Daniel. I would. Well, apparently not from butt too cheese because you didn't make it here. Oh, you're right. But I do have the butt cheese. It came full circle there. We did. We came absolutely full circle. And I'm clearly stalling while I look up the next Don't chapter. Don't worry. I'll stall for you. Look, okay. again, I'd like to plug this butt cheese situation, people. If... If you Maybe not <laughs> plug the butt cheese isn't the best Look. use of words. <laughs> Didn't think of that. I'd like to emphasize the importance of this butt cheese situation, people. I'm telling you right now. It is a, it is a glorious scent. Putrid, you might call it. So, so. <laughs> I found the chapter, and now we're good. We're professionals. Um, so the next chapter is going to be set your house in perfect order mm. before you criticize the world. Oh my gosh, this chapter. See? I'm like, dude, there's the, a first, the, the freaking plank in your eye. Goodness you gracious. Go stuck against the other eyes. I'm just like, you're there. Come on, do Buddy, it. And I, my, over the line. I, I made up, I made up a new title for this chapter in my head, in my notes. I said, for no one was without sin. So stop throwing rocks and polish your own. That was my chapter title. I like that. I do like that. <laughs> Stop throwing rocks and polish your own. That needs to be on a t-shirt. Yes. Um, it's a cool... It, it's literally all it is. Really. He, he talks about like little things that you can do. You know, like, you've been putting off cleaning your car. Just do it. That's a little thing that you can do to take responsibility before you start complaining about what other people aren't doing or are doing. You know, just to go to like a more personal place, I know with our with my struggle in porn certainly, 
it was like if you if you look at a porn addiction or really any addiction it's if you look at the addiction as a whole and you go I gotta tackle that it's really impossible you can't do it mm. it's let's do the next right thing and that kind of became a mantra of mine do the next right thing yeah. it doesn't matter if you've done four wrong things to get to this point just do the next right thing and eventually make your way back around because it's so important to eat the elephant one bite at a time it's exactly what I was thinking of that that quote right there you can't eat an elephant you look at an elephant of course PETA don't come after us we're just talking come figuratively after me, PETA. I'm challenging no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're talking in figure in you know in a figurative means right here but yes. you look at an elephant you're like I have to eat that crap I, there's no way just one bite at a time man just keep going man Forrest Gump it one step at a time and then you've run across America across it all the ways all the ways you turn back and you run back to Greenbow Alabama oh yes good old man Mama always said man that's that like a bot 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 botulism that's <laughs> always like botulism, botulism. <laughs> man every step that I take man it was like I shouldn't have eaten those chocolates, man. I too many chocolates before I ran across the man. <laughs> too many chocolates and shrimps. Oh, Ooh, that, that gumbo and creole. That is and a putrid combination. Soup. Yes, putrid. Word of the podcast today is putrid. putrid. Definite. Wait, I don't have the definition. For an ASMR moment. Putrid. Putrid. Hey, hey, it's putrid. Okay. That was just for you, just, Autumn. That was just for you, Autumn. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, well, my man, we are at 26 minutes. Oh, man. And every podcast, you're just going to laugh. Because our goal for this podcast originally, Dara's goal for this podcast originally, was 10 minutes. We love you, Dara. Love you, Dara. <laughs> but 10 minutes is... It's kind of short. That's really short. I love long podcasts. I also, and this isn't like an hour. No, it, so no. In honor of you, Daryl, we will cut ourselves off here very we soon. We will. Um, so this is at this point the longest podcast we've shot. Ha! As eat is it. The the first podcast was the shortest. The second was longer than that, and we've gone longer this time. Look. Guest number 87. You're going to be at three days three and 42 hours. <laughs> three days. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're going to be like, and now the Easter podcast, where we will be on until our Lord Good, Yes, yeah, start Good Friday. We <laughs> start Good Friday, and we're like, and now Jesus left the tomb. Score, dude. He is risen indeed. Yes. Angel. Yes. Love that. I yeah. love Jesus. Um, so, I think that's it. Thank you again so much for joining me, David. Oh, my pleasure, man. I really appreciate it. Definitely. And we will see you again next Monday, hopefully at 5.30. I know, I know, you don't have to tell me. It's not been 5.30. I've set an alarm on my phone, and I've written it down. Which I've heard that's like a good thing. It is a good thing. It creates this weird connection in your brain. I wrote down, I will upload the podcast at 5.30 Mountain Standard Time 
on Mondays. Yeah. A good way is also writing it on your mirror with dry erase marker. You'll never That's forget. A great idea. Yeah. Again, thank you so much. This has been this week of the Carrot Chronicles. Have a good one. Thank you.